You'll hear about complaining folk and a magical donkey that spoke. You'll wonder why Moshe hit that stone and why the spies could not atone. Some of our best stories by far were written in Sefer Bamidbar. This week's Parsha is Pinchas, and you can find the story of Parshat Pinchas in the archives from last year. Now, admittedly, the story of Pinchas really begins in Parshat Balak. At the end of the Parsha, as Bnei Israel begins to stray from their faith in God, most of the older generation, the first generation of freed Israelites, have already died off. And this newer generation is coming up. And this is a generation that barely remembers what it was like to be slaves. They have a lot of faith in God, and yet they somehow still find themselves easily swayed to go and worship other gods and spend time with people from other nations who are trying to lead them astray. Which is why Pinchas stands up and, as an act of zealotry, actually kills with a spear some of the non-believers or some of the Israelites who have gone astray. In a very dramatic scene at the end of Parshat Balak and at the beginning of Parshat Pinchas, he is praised for this bravery and really this zealotry. But the idea of Bnei Israel going astray, and again, we're not talking about the generation that had been so scarred by their time as slaves. This is a generation that, for all intents and purposes, should be faithful to God. They've seen unbelievable miracles in the Midbar already, and yet their nature is to cause them to not follow God's commands, to worship idols, to worship multiple gods, to ignore the laws of the Torah that were given just a generation before them. Now, this theme of Bnei Israel going astray is one that is very well-timed on the Jewish calendar. This week, we will commemorate the holiday known as Shiva Asar B'Tammuz, the 17th day of Tammuz. And on the 17th day of Tammuz, according to our tradition, the outer walls of Jerusalem were sieged by the Romans. Beginning the process, of destroying the second temple. Now it is well held in our tradition that both temples were destroyed on Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of the month of Av, which is exactly three weeks after Shiva Sarbatamuz. It is well accepted that both temples were destroyed on the same day. But there is a disagreement about whether or not the outer walls of Jerusalem were seized on the same day in both instances of Jerusalem falling. But it is definitely understood that Shivasar Batamuz was at least the day that the walls of Jerusalem fell the second time, perhaps the first time as well. 
And so this Shabbat, we read a special Haftarah to begin what is called the three weeks between Shiva Sarbatamuz and Tisha B'Av. And in this Haftarah, we are introduced to one of the most significant Nevi'im of our tradition that we don't speak that much about, except for this time of year. His name is Yirmiyahu, in English, Jeremiah. Now, this is the time of year that we talk a lot about Yirmiyahu because Yirmiyahu is credited for being the author of the book of Echa, which is the book that we read on Tisha B'Av, on the day commemorating and mourning the destruction of both temples. And we also talk a lot about Yirmiyahu at this time of year because Yirmiyahu prophesied at a very difficult time in the history of the Israelites. He was the prophet when the first temple was destroyed. And in this week's Haftarah, we meet Yirmiyahu. And something very interesting about the beginning of Yirmiyahu's time as a Navi is that he actually begins his prophecy in the womb as a fetus, an unborn human. We're not talking about an old man with a white beard and a staff like Moses at the end of his life. We're talking about a little baby, such a cute little prophet. And this week's Haftarah begins with God calling to Yirmiyahu while he is in his mother's womb. And God says, Yirmiyahu. And Yirmiyahu says, uh, Yes, I've not even been born yet. What is happening right now? And God says, Yirmiyahu, when you are born, you are going to have a very important job, and I am going to be with you. And Yirmiyahu says, Oh, wow, am I going to get to do awesome things? And God says, Yeah, yeah, you're going to be awesome, and I'm going to make sure that everything you say comes true. Wow, all my dreams are going to come true. Uh, well, yeah, so listen, they're not going to be dreams exactly. Um, they're going to be more like terrible, depressing, tragic prophecies. Oh, that sounds bad. Yeah, well, Yermiahu, you see, you're being born into a world where B'nai Israel has really gone astray from me. And they're going to try to tell you as you're getting older that no, it's not true, that they're good people. But let me show you something, Yermiahu. Do you see what I'm showing you now? Uh, yeah. Even though I'm a baby and I'd never seen anything in the whole wide world, the thing I see now is a makel shaked, the branch of an almond tree. And God says, yes, 
It is a makel shaked, the branch of an almond tree. And that is my way of saying to you, shoked ani al divari. That just like the word shaked means an almond tree, I am going to be shoked. I am going to be very careful to do exactly as I say. I'm going to be looking out for you, Yermiahu. Even though you are just a fetus right now, a very, very little thing, I am going to make sure that everything you say comes true. And now, Yermiahu, let me show you one more thing. What do you see? Uh, well, again, I've never seen anything in the world, but I guess what I'm looking at right now looks like a steaming pot tipping toward the north. Exactly. Wow, you see? For a little fetus, you sure know a lot. Yes, you're right. That is a steaming pot tipping toward the north. And that means that the north is where your trouble is going to come from. And they are going to bring about a terrible destruction. So, Yermiahu, be born. Go out into the world and tell the people this terrible news. Oh, God. This all sounds really bad. I'm not sure I want to be a prophet if everything's going to be so sad and depressing all the time. All right. Let me tell you these words then. Okay. You're also going to get to proclaim to Jerusalem that I have accounted to your favor the devotion of your youth, your love as a bride, how you used to follow me when we were in the Midbar and a land not sown. Israel was holy to the Lord, even though disaster is going to befall them. So the good news is, Yermiahu, I used to love Israel, and maybe I will again one day. But right now, things are about to get bad. And Yermiahu says, it gets even worse than this? And God says, yeah, it does. But I'll save that until next week's podcast. Parsha. All right, friends, I know that that's a weird way to end. So let me say this. I hope and pray that we go into these three weeks that are going to lead up to Tisha B'Av, recommitting ourselves to mitzvot, recommitting ourselves to the highest ideals of our tradition, recommitting ourselves to God, Torah, and to Israel. And I wish all of you a Shabbat Shalom.